Extra Points is presented for the people by Caesars Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesars Rewards. You must be 21 or older. Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you on a Thursday morning. Yeah, spaghetti and meatballs fiddling with the knobs and joining me as always, my dear, dear pals, Dave Damashek, Martin Weiss. Martin, Dave, Thursday Night Football, World Series Game 5, same two cities involved. Interesting. That's Philadelphia and Houston. I don't know how they figured that out. Maybe Kenny Mayne could help us figure it out. He's coming on. The great Kenny Mayne Excellent. is joining us. Yes. That'll be fun. But, I mean, we, let's talk about our favorite American cities. Maybe we could talk about movies. I don't know. The upcoming feast of Thanksgiving. Let's let's get off of sports. I'm done. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, there's I'm not done much with anyway. it. What's, what, yeah. what, what's there left for me to enjoy in 2022? <laughs> Every, everything I enjoy, everything I touch turns to dirt. Pick Georgia, Tennessee. You could jump on that. That's okay, a big Georgia. game this weekend. But let's start, though. Go ahead, Martin. What were you I was say? about to say, you sure you want to jump out that fast? You just said everything you touch turns to dirt. Do you want to, like, reverse engineer it some type of way? Yeah. You, you know, Harry's got a lot riding on this Tennessee and Hendon Hooker. True. It's yeah. his pick of the year. His college pick of the year is Tennessee. We're going to get to that in a second. I do want to uh, go over, pro- first of all, our prop quiz winner uh, was Eric Gatter. Eight right. Extrapoints.com slash arcade. You can get it all. You could get the prop quiz. You can get the pick'em contest, or you could join. Well, not or you could do all three. Prop culture for November up and running. Martin, questions like this could get your gold cap. How many top ten hits will Taylor Swift have in the last Billboard Hot 100 chart in November? Oh, about three weeks from now. Out of the ten, how many of? Out of the ten, how many hits? Over under six and a half. Over under six and a half. I gotta go under. You got to take the under there. Shaq? I'm going to guess, based on the framing of the question, that it'll be over. I'm used to Billboard Top 40 charts mm-hmm. or whatever with Casey Kasem. Right. And there's He's one gone. single at a time, and He's they spin dead. that on the radio. That's not what happens anymore. It's either people download an album or they don't, right? Well, and everybody is downloading Taylor Swift. There you go. They all should. I'll, chart, give, you, I'll right? give you a clue here. Martin, this is maybe not unfair that I'm giving this to you after you gave your answer. Out of the 10, she has all 10 right now. She has all 10 all right 10 now. All 10 in the top 10, yeah. So now it's still three or four weeks away. So I don't know. Just, just but consider But like, to that Dave's point, like, isn't that just like a, a Drake album away from her losing a few of them? I yeah, guess. I just don't know how long it takes. Does it take a month? Does it take two months? I don't know. Anyway, extra What's going to trump that, though? It seems like I cannot look at social media or walk out the door or hear my six-year-old girly. I, you know, everywhere you look, everybody is talking about Taylor Swift. Well, Even the cools are now like, hey, by the way, you know, Taylor Swift ain't bad. Mariah will grab one of those spots back, right? That's what I figure. You got all I want for Christmas, right? right? That's uh, She announced on Instagram the other day a little teaser, so it's coming. Oh, all right. Oh, it's here. It's here already. Uh, NFL. So let's go right to it. Philadelphia, the Eagles, 13 and a half, 45 and a half at Houston. This is the largest Thursday night football favorite of all time. Uh, Al Michaels has to be sick of this crap already. He has Wait, is that, is that serious? This, this is the largest Thursday wow. night football. It doesn't include like Thanksgiving games. Yeah, stuff, sure. But the Thursday night football. Yeah, the, this is the biggest. And Michaels, I, I propose that we switch. Can we do a switch? I want to hear him call the baseball game. How great was it when he called baseball? The Monday night baseball? 
Let him, let Joe Davis and Kirk Herbstreit figure out this garbage. You know what's even crazy? World game. Series used to be called by Keith Jackson mm. and uh, Cosell. And, and Cosell. Imagine yeah. that. I mean, wow. Well, don't have to imagine. I listen to it and I go back on YouTube as a loser and, and watch them. There it is. Let's go. It's yeah. great. Yeah. Look at him go. Mr. October has mm-hmm. done it. Like, <laughs> those are fun. It's a great sound. But yes, I, can I say something? I'm going to get up on Mount Pius for a moment about oh, Al Michaels God. and his pal Kirk Herbstreit. Uh oh. You're making a lot of jack. All right. I get it. You're the voice of the people watching and mm-hmm. I get it. And I like the bellyache too. But Come on, man. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry this is All such right. torture for you. I'm sorry to getting paid millions upon millions of dollars to attend a football I'm, game is so awful. Oh, Kirk, tell us please again about your travel schedule. We're fascinated. <laughs> I mean, I just, I, I don't know. I'm with you, but I think they should be allowed to booze it up or something. Okay. I mean, you know something, I'm down for right? that. It's like, yeah, do that. Um, Martin, I'm taking, I'm taking Houston. I don't know. I feel I'm an idiot. I know, but they've packed every bit they can into this number. You got the Eagles, obviously seven and zero. They've handled everyone they've faced, right? So mm-hmm. you got that. You got Houston, uh, lackluster at, at best, I would say, and coming off their worst performance, letting Derrick Henry go nuts on them, despite having facing a quarterback who yeah. beat them with only fifty five yards. Derrick passing. Henry had a good two game stat line, against, yeah, and then one game against. Houston. Yeah, and he's Derrick Henry. I don't want to for you know, fault them too much, but you know, Lovey Smith handles that defense too. And along with being the head coach has already talked about him being a one and done in Houston. Um, and yet I like them Eagles one and four against the spread in the last five road games. It's a short week. I don't see why they would want to get up for this. Not the why they would want to get up or how they do get up for this in a short week. Um, here's the one thing. Every game has been, uh, decided by 10 points or fewer in Houston, except for that Raiders game. So six out of seven games, they've kept it close, close enough for this line. I think the Eagles still win by nine, 26-17. Check. What are you going? I understand completely what you just said. I hate double-digit favorites mm-hmm. in pro football, um, generally speaking. I'm going to take the Eagles here. It's not small when you are already talent challenged and Brandon Cooks who's one of your very few mm-hmm. playmakers on offense is now is now mad at the organization and what what I glean is he's just refusing to play hurt, I, hurt and mad means and personal yes, probably said, personal yeah. reasons like mm-hmm. his personal reason is he hates the team that he's on yeah. so why would I possibly bet he's on still that? only 19 years old wasn't that like the big thing? He was uh, by, by his seventeen. He's like, yeah, he's only he like twenty-two. <laughs> uh, we need, we really do need a thirty for thirty on the Brandon Cooks NFL experience. Yeah. He is, he is as mild mannered uh, mm-hmm. and uh, consistently productive as just about any pass catcher I can think of, and yet he has bounced around the league. I, I, I don't know what goes on behind the scenes there. Right. I think the bet is what Brother Bry said on against all odds. Eagles first first half. half. I think that's the smart bet. I, I mean. Bottom line, you don't have Brandon Cooks out there. The right. the defensive front of the Eagles is mighty. Damian Pierce is going to wreck him mm-hmm. by himself. I don't think so. So I mean, you know, they're going to Davis is out though, right? The guy in the yeah. the, the run stopper in the middle. He is, but they're yeah. but they're still loaded up. That's right. the virtue of the Eagles for yeah a decade now is that they just load up at the line of scrimmage. All right. I hope the team at the other side of the Keystone State follows that lead. There you go. Martin, uh, tough one. I'm not, you know, the Eagles. I'd be shocked if the Eagles lost this game, but it's a big number. Yeah, I think this would be probably, this would be the most shocking result of the season mm-hmm. if, if the Texans were somehow able to win this game. But they're not. And I think the Eagles are going to cover, but like you said, 
Every, I mean, even the 13 and a half, it's just begging. They're, they're going to win by fourth. And two touchdowns is easy. It's begging you to take mm-hmm. Philadelphia. I'm going to take Philly first half as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I've sneak, I've feel Jalen Hurts to score two touchdowns. Really? To I, rush for two touchdowns? Uh-huh. What's that number on Caesars? They give it? Let me see. I, let me see. It's got to be at least even. No. No. <laughs> no, but I think well, we'll dig that up, but, but I yeah. could see I can I just see the way this game script comes down. I feel like they are going to score um mm-hmm. I think Philly's going to be running the ball a ton. They're going to try to get out of this thing relatively clean and healthy and in terms of like they'll get down there two yard line, one yard line, just QB sneak. I see that happening a few different times. He's going and he scored two rushing touchdowns in a game already. Oh, he's got six already, yeah. right? I know, because Harry had, won't shut up about it. He's, he's had two. He had two again, I believe, in the Arizona games. Mm-hmm. Uh, now it's at plus five hundred for if two or more touchdowns. Right. For if Jay you're Lawrence. going sixty minutes, I, beware that backdoor cover by the Texans team, sure. because the Eagles last week they don't score in the second half. The game was decided against Pittsburgh last Sunday. You mm-hmm. you could feel it was over, but it was still weird with 10 minutes to go that mm-hmm. they sat down Jalen Hurts. Like, it wasn't so prohibitively over that you would standardly right. yank your starting quarterback. They're playing that precious game of let's not let our franchise. And I, I, I like it, but in terms of a, uh, you know, a two-touchdown favorite, oh, I wouldn't be surprised if that gets them. I'm taking the 13 and a half. For that reason, and I just think, you know, Thursday games are weird. Why get up for this? All the reasons I said. I also like Devontae Smith. This is my sell high week. You're going to see as we go over six or seven Mm. games. I'm selling high on a lot of teams. And not that the Eagles will lose, but sell high. Oh, everybody, A.J. Brown, A.J. Brown. No. Devontae Smith is going to score the first. You know what I'm doing, Sal? I'm buying low. I'm buying low on the Dallas Cowboys. I'm buying low on the Miami (laughs) Dolphins, and I'm buying relatively low on the Baltimore Ravens. Well, the Cowboys have a buy. Uh, They have a buy. I'm talking about the rest of the way, friend. I'm not talking about the (laughs) meaningless uh, middle of the the season. I'm talking end of the line. That's where my eyes are. Let's uh, let's uh, I do want to talk about Caesars. You do all this stuff. Jalen Hurts two touchdowns or more, six fifty. Uh, Devontae Smith first touchdown, six fifty. Get the thirteen and a half. Do it like check first half. Martin likes it too. I think what's Philly minus seven half first half. Do it all on Caesars. Your first bet with Caesars Sportsbook and Casino. It's on Caesars up to $1,250. Download the app with promo code C-Z-R-F-U-L-L and place your first bet. If you win, congrats. If you don't, you'll get it all back as a free bet. That first bet also gives you a 1,000 tier credits and a 1,000 reward credits, putting you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer free stays, game tickets, experiences, and more. You must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ontario, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, and Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Ohio, and Utah, and other states where prohibited. Yes, you have to know when to stop before you start. If you have a gambling problem in Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Virginia, West Virginia, or Pennsylvania, or if you know someone who has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or in Maryland, visit MarylandGamblingMDGamblingHelp.org or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net, Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700, Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT, Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. 
Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. That's 467-369. Visit connexontario.ca or call 1-866-531-2600 or text C-O-N-N-E-X to 247-247. Tennessee, call or text Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, so I guess I screwed up. Uh, J1 Hurts is plus 500 for two touchdowns. Get this now because it's going down a lot. It was just 650, as I said. I made that up, but it still has gone down <laughs> a lot. Anyway, uh, Shaq, if you're buying low, what about these Packers? Three and a half, 49 and a half at Detroit. I got to take the Packers here. I, I don't like obviously what the Packers have looked like for the entire first half of the season, but I Mm -hmm. like the Lions even less. And now that they're without TJ Hawkinson, again, back to what I said about, uh, about the Texans, you know, their talent challenged and now one of their playmakers is out too. So that, and also emotionally, whatever that does to the locker room, the, the, the vibe of like, Oh, well, obviously the, 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 um, personnel department doesn't think we're right we but look what well, so look what the panthers did that that's this is exactly what we thought with the panthers okay. right and Good then point. they the 53 get together and say i don't care well i you know what first of all they're five and five against the packers in the last 10 which surprised me i think a couple of those games were week 17 18 so that didn't matter but still competitive everyone's turned on dan campbell i feel like the the, the world loved them after hard knocks and now it's like oh this guy's junk and it was, they did have a promising start, and now it seems like they can't compete, but I am going to take them plus the points here. Uh, think Rogers, about this. Yeah. Okay. I, I, but just think practically. What you saw the last in the Packers blowout in Buffalo, what they did do well was run the ball. They covered. Do you, do you see any... Do you see any indication that the Lions are going to be able to stop that? The only reason they would is because Aaron Rodgers is being a pain in the ass and insisting no, on throwing the ball. If he's willing to turn around and hand it off all day, they should. It's been a wretched be defense. Rodgers did practice and said his thumb is not getting better, which is, well, I don't know, maybe that's a thing every week with him. But, yes, the Packers should score, but they're not much better on the other side of the ball. They definitely miss the Darius Smith has been going nuts. And Jamal Williams is one of the top ball carriers in the it's, it's no longer oh, swift ready as it doesn't really matter williams is great i think they keep it close this would be a nice way to turn it around and beat the hated packers in a november game 27 25 dumb number and bury them really that, that yeah. that's it now the sky is falling that would bury in, in yep. green bay if I'm, they lose this one. i'm taking the point Sheck is taking the packers martin i'm taking the lions 
Mm-hmm. I'm taking a lot. The Packers are not a good team. Like, and I, you want to talk about buying low. This Lions team is absolutely terrible and have given away the last two <laughs> games. Like, I want buying low. You're talking about buying low on the Ravens. They had 10 double, the, the 10 point leads in every game. This team sucks. Yeah. Buy low, buy low here yeah, this is on the Detroit man. Lions. And uh, I think this is this is the game that buys Dan Campbell the rest of the season. Yeah. I'll, go to, I'll go to Old Navy. I might even dip into a TJ Maxx here and there, but I have my dignity right. after all. I'm not going to go with the Detroit Lions bargain bin. Yeah, well, I guess this means neither of us are taking them as the uh, – well, they're, they're not uh, eligible for our Pup of the Week, plus that's 150 or more, right? That's not fair. Anyway. They okay. definitely should be eligible. <laughs> they should always the be eligible. Yeah, I mean, the Packers. they've been favored one time in the last, like – 40 games. I know. I know. It's going to be fun. Uh, Chargers-Falcons. Now, I'm interested in your take here, Shaq. You broke up with the Chargers. You love them. They're a three-point favorite at Atlanta. Uh, I'll let you go first. Well, you know, I'm a man of my word. You know that. Mm -hmm. I'm a man of honor, the highest integrity. I I did the hardest thing that you can do. I I broke it off Mm. with someone special to me. And that uh, that someone special was the Los Angeles Chargers. Right. No looking back now. And now they're dating. I'm going to get back together with them. Going to be one of those weirdos. After everybody came to me and was like, you know what? Now that you broke up with the Chargers, can I tell you? I never liked them in the first place. And right. I'm like, you didn't? Why didn't you tell me? And they're like, oh, I don't know. I just think you could do better. And I'm like, oh, man. I, why? I mean, what kind of friend are you that you didn't put this? Now I'm going to get back together with yeah. me. So Atlanta Falcons, listen. Marty Weiss said it three weeks ago. He bet on them. I scoffed. Mm. Now I see that the Atlanta Falcons are perhaps the play <laughs> in the <laughs> NFC South. And so either crazy. way, the Chargers are not the play in the AFC. It's over. All right. And they they were seen at what? Uh, uh, John and Vinny's with uh, Pete Davidson. The That's Chargers. Right. Yeah. So that- you're out. When, <laughs> when you're out, you're out. Martin, you're back in your Falcons. And by the way, Keenan Allen is also apparently out. Keenan Allen, his hamstring got worse over the bye somehow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he said his words, not mine. He saw that he, tweet, he was tweeting about Brett Staley. He said, I ain't yeah. coming back to this. <laughs> this guy's crazy. We need three weeks off. Yeah, I'm with the Falcons. Especially, I thought Cordell Patterson came up off at IR. Yeah. He'll get worked into the run game, which only helps. This Falcons team, they run the ball down your throat. This Chargers team, they don't stop the run. One bit. And Brandon Staley, defensive guy. You know, I've read this profile when he was mm-hmm. with the Rams. He was talking about how he was able to get his defensive lineman to cover one and a half gaps, right? And I'm like, well, mm-hmm. you know, that sounds – why didn't everybody do Can that? Can you bet on gaps? They cover one and a half? Oh, oh cover. Actually yeah, cover. Yeah, actually yeah, cover. Like, yeah. cover Old Navy, it. not gaps. Mm. But I, I texted somebody. I was like, how much is this the fact that you have Aaron Donald that you can now cover one and a half gaps with, you know, right. all these other guys. And it was like, yeah, pretty much. Unless Aaron Donald becomes a Los Angeles Charger, I don't know if Brandon Staley's defense is going to work. Mm. But I like Arthur Smith in his run game. All right. Three I'm selling high on the Falcons. You know how I love to bet against the Chargers. But they're coming off a bye. Some of these teams need to be slapped around. I think it's your your adopted team here now, Martin, the Falcons. They are 25th best offense, 31st best defense. You can get all excited all you want, but... It's smoke and mirrors. Herbert, finally a breakout game, beats up this team 28 
16 and 3 0 against the spread on the road. This I think they need to play all the games on the road, the Chargers, <laughs> instead of in a home stadium that's considered the road. But I'm and going those, to. I, I mean, believe me, it'll make me sick if the Falcons actually win the division and then we have to watch a home football game in January in that stadium in those terrible uniforms. Yeah. Eyesore all the way around. But well, I know I shouldn't say this aloud, but it won't make me as sick if the Cowboys are a five seed going to them as a four. I mean, that's. Hmm. Ideal if we're not going to win the division, I think, at this point. But it's I should shut up. Not a yet. That's I know. the point, Sal. I know. I'm telling you, the Cowboys have a uh, great shot. Well, may not Long even make the playoffs. Go, Who knows with all these teams jumping up. Uh, Colts and Patriots. Spaghetti, did they uh, – I only listened to like half of uh, Megan Fun of Sports so far. Did they make a bet? They better have made a bet, the two. Connolly's a Patriots fan, obviously. Galley's a Colts fan. The, we they couldn't decide on one. Obviously, last year there was the the tweet, yeah. the Josh Fields tweet, which is very very funny. Um, they actually decided. We all decided too because I did this input, but we wanted you to be involved. Okay. This oh, year, wow. and then we'll we'll put it out on Twitter, and everyone will get involved. Okay, uh, great. This, and this year's bet between them. Yes, uh, hmm. Galley won with her Colts last year, um, and she got to take over Connolly's account. Big Patriots fan, and I think the tweet was something to Josh Mcdaniels has the look of a coach who's been. And watched in January 6th, uh, something like the that. The tweet was like something like, Josh McDaniels is calling this up. You have to wonder where Josh McDaniels was on January, on January 6th. 6th. That's right. The and same, she that was the calls yeah. from old bosses and everything. It worked. It definitely worked. Yeah, they can't just drop it here. We were in the J.K. Bolt suite watching this last year. Right. Yeah, we were. And uh, the Colts won. They were a different team. Carson once wasn't awful. He was respectable. Jonathan Taylor had a terrific game, as he had a lot of uh, last year. Things have changed now. Um, I don't think Belichick loses to <laughs> Ellinger's not a rookie, right? Is he a rookie? <laughs> no, but he, I, he he's losing to too many first and second year quarterbacks. He's fourteen and zero straight up, and ten and four against the spread at home. Uh, it was against rookie quarterbacks. Uh, I know he's not a rookie, but similar thinking here. 24-13 Patriots. What, he may as well be a rookie. But no, you just brought me back to that the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl so yeah. far. Sitting next to this. First time I ever met Kevin Hitch in person. Comes up to me. Doesn't say hello or anything Terrible like that. first impression. We always and he starts, yeah. he starts out with like, what do Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes have against people getting affordable insurance? What is the problem with the Patrick Price and the Rodgers rate? You get it. You guys are billionaires. <laughs> He's got a lot of thoughts. Yeah. And he doesn't <laughs> care who's us. listening, but he does want to let everybody know that he's very, uh, very It was almost he's very rich. rich. He That's came up he to introduce me to that, like the, 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 the State Farm there commercial, like as we were sitting we're, there watching this game. We're going to be friends for life. Uh, By the way, the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl, that's what they're using for the national championship this year, right? They That's should January do it. 8th, yeah. right? Is do it. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right here at SoFi. No, it's, uh, it is, uh, I'll get the date. Is it the 18th? It's, uh, it is coming back this year. And it is a day game, though. Uh, December 18th, SoFi, huh? Uh, well, I'll find it. December, uh, it was December 18th last year. I'll find it. Okay. Mar- Mark, who do you like? I'm going with the Patriots here. Sam Ellinger, he's not a rookie, but may as well be, uh-huh. right? I mean, if you saw, I mean, looking... Looking at the battle of small runaround quarterbacks who aren't going to make it between Taylor Heineke and Sam Ellinger mm-hmm. last week was it was fun. But New England's defense, you saw what they did to Zach Wilson yes last week. This defense is going to eat Sam Ellinger alive if they can contain the run, which I feel like they should be able to. Judon gets home a few times. New England should cover this. All right, December seventeenth, twelve thirty. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel Bowl and SoFi. Um, 
Yeah, I'm with you. I just hope Mac Jones doesn't kill me. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Should they ever be five and a half? This no, team? I was just gonna say five. Uh, win, win the game. Okay, yeah. five and a half. Mm-hmm. Patriots given any pro football team feels like a reach to me, and yet yeah. I have to take the Patriots here. Jonathan Taylor at minimum injured. I don't know if there's an update on if he's going to be available, but right. um, you know they give away Himes. They, they, they're you know they're now. Um, taking away, I guess, two pieces. So Deion Jackson, I guess, is your fantasy mm-hmm. play if if you're Jeez. a Jonathan Taylor owner. Um, what they get? They got Moss though, right? From Buffalo, wasn't that they got Zach Moss back? Yeah, yeah. I guess so yeah. you could throw him back in there. Um, yeah, you know, listen, as unexciting and vanilla, this is a Belichick special. Mm-hmm. This this team, but yeah, I don't I. Once again, talk about the smoke and mirrors. Mac Jones, after the Bailey Zappy thing, that feels like a month ago now. Like right. Mac Jones is back in there and as vanilla as it gets, and they're going to win by a touchdown. Well, what are the Colts doing here? Are they laying down? They're giving up on the season? We lost to the Titans first uh, twice. Okay, we're still a game and a half out because this division is garbage, but we don't want to get stuck in the same spot where we don't have access to any of these great quarterbacks coming up right so let's try our darnest to go five and twelve it feels like if you just look organizationally from their last few years since andrew luck retired it feels like they're done right otherwise you would just bench matt ryan yeah because like you would bench matt ryan because you thought you had a better option ahead of him yeah that's not the case they said nah we're gonna put you all the way down there on a third string essentially we cut you you Mm -hmm. know saying if you'd rather that you can go and try to sign somewhere else for Sam Ellinger and Nick Foles as your options there? Like, nah, they, they are calling it. They're saying you we're done chasing after these quarterbacks. Fair, but do you think Frank Wright can afford that game? You think Chris Ballard can can do nah, that too? Like, I oh, think, yeah, we're just nah, going to I think, we, I think Jim Ersay said, you know what, Frank? You tried with this guy. You tried it with Carson Wentz. You yeah. tried it with, with Philip Rivers. And you tried it with here or there. And, you know, figure it out with Sam Ellinger. Or, you know, you can figure it out somewhere else because you're not going to be coaching. Yeah. People, call, people do that all the time, though. The, the larger thing is like, this team should lose out the rest of the way. Like, how exactly do you deliver that message to the head coach and to the GM and to the players? Like, we're not trying to win. The only way you could actually make that happen is like, hey, good players on our team, you all have COVID or a bad ankle or something. Like, there's no way you could on well, Sundays be like, just do, do like 80% as no, good. No, whoever's on the field is going to try 100%. Exactly. You'd have to figure but, out how to bench these guys. Could right? Matt Ryan have scored 20 points last week? Maybe. Yeah, you so. stacked the deck yeah. against yourself. Yeah. Right. That's the only way to do it if you're doing it at all. All right, Seattle at Arizona. Cardinals are two-point favorite, 49.5. Now, this is what I mean. I'm selling high. I know we all love Geno Geno Smith and what he's done, but would anyone be surprised if he threw two picks and uh, 140 yards this week? Would anybody against this Arizona team who I faded most of the year? I think they step it up. They're 12-6-1 against the spread versus teams averaging 26 or more. Uh, Cardinals get the win here, 28-16. What do you think, Shaq? Uh, side note, I've decided, uh, uh, tell me the wisdom of this. I'm going to go with Kyler over Justin Herbert in my fantasy. Fantasy? In fantasy. I think uh, that that's a little. I like both, both have big games, I think. Do you? Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take the Cardinals. That stands out to me as slightly fishy mm-hmm. based on what the Seahawks are mm-hmm. and what the Cardinals are. Why? So if we're assuming two, two and a half for the home team. It's five and three versus three and five. And it looks like they're finally taking that into account. And, and uh, you know, considering Seattle a real team. My play, the over here. Hmm. This one's going to get into the 50s. Okay. All right. Martin, that's not bad. I'm on the, Se- I'm on the Seahawks. 
I feel like they're just a better team. But also, like, just gambling-wise, I don't know if this makes sense. So the Seahawks are two-point underdogs, but on the money line is plus, one, plus 110. And then you look at, like, the Saints, for example, they're uh, two-and-a-half, and they're plus 118 on the money line. It feels like – I feel like – shouldn't Seattle be, like, plus 115, plus 120-ish on Maybe. the money line? Yeah, but if people plus have two. more money line bets are coming in on Arizona, that that's – you know, it, it becomes a different bet. But I know. It's right. A few but bucks off. Yeah. yeah it, just, it just feels odd, but I, I, ultimately, I'm not impressed with Arizona at all. Like, it's more of a fade of them. I don't think they should be favored against a team. Like, just beat a team in the Giants who, mm-hmm. you know, were, had won a bunch of games and found a way to pull out a bunch of them. They held them down. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, if 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 Geno Smith turns into Andy Dalton and throws back-to-back pick sixes and then the Cardinals get the ball back to start the third quarter on primetime TV, then maybe I could see, like, this line makes sense to me. But, like, you know what I'm saying? But I don't see where the Seattle's Cardinals— Seattle's better right now. But yeah, they yeah, haven't you, turned the ball just, over, and I just the Cardinals' offense is so uninspiring. The like, thing to look for in, in the out. second half, like we've already talked about uh, earlier in the week, but do look for defenses when you see teams that yeah. are that that want to be defense dominant and have the pieces to kind of do that. Watch the defenses rise up. Seattle is one of those teams that's kind of ahead of right. schedule. They're through the worst the, the worst spot with mm-hmm. rounding their youngsters on defense into shape now. They. They are in or out. I, Geno Smith is the reason that I and a lot of people are like, ah, come on, you know. But like, you Eddie, know, they, Eddie, they jump in the here. Line of scrimmage. They're, they're they yeah. got those big physical corners that they like back in the second Eddie saw him in person. His team's off. My team's off this week. What do you think of this game? I, I mean, I, I picked the Cardinals. Check knows I picked the Cardinals to to be the Super Bowl team. Uh, oh, that's right, Kyler. I believe in Kyler. I believe once uh, DeAndre Hopkins got back, that team would explode. I think a big difference in the team from this year to last year was James Conner was scoring a touchdown like every game last year. There's no run game whatsoever for the Cardinals this year. With the Seahawks, uh, they weren't impressive versus the Giants. They basically capitalized off of two bad pun fumbles. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Geno Smith made a couple nice throws, but, you know, a Lockett, uh, I mean, uh, uh, DK Metcalf was not as explosive. I know he's dealing with an injury. Uh, I, I think Kenneth Walker is a really good running back, but they're just kind of talentless, and uh, I, I think the Cardinals need to win this game. To, to Yeah, I do too. I think the Cardinals, the Packers, if you at all think they're going to have a chance after nine games, they can't have six losses, right? To turn it around. I mean, I, it really is the fantasy logic here. But, yes, you're going to have on one side. I mean, they are. Okay, so they didn't win last week. But, remember, it felt like the Cards offense was getting back in form with New Hopkins in there. And Spaghetti is Ken Walker. They're, they're, they are not talent mm-hmm. challenged on offense. They, yeah. they, they have, uh, you know, two of the best. They have one of the best pairs of wide receivers in the league. They're, it's Geno Smith. You know, yeah. that's the question. Is is he able to continue this for a full NFL season? Yeah. I have my doubts. It's going to be a fall. Uh, all right, Rams at Bucks. This was, oh, they went so crazy about this game. So what they did was, this should be a Fox game, two NFC teams. This is the one they give. You know, you give one game to the other network. They're not supposed to have the other network gives you one. <laughs> this is the one CBS took over, and they clear out the rest of the schedule. I think there's one other late afternoon game. 
Like this is our this is our prize our no shining. Way. This is it. We uh, get two games. Uh, I will two right now. now. It might be that at, Seattle game. Yeah, might look be at the, the kickoffs. Is everything the is at ten o'clock. Besides, or everything is at one o'clock. I should say Eastern. Besides that's Seahawks things. and Rams. Right. At four. So that's it. They cleared out. Go ahead, Fox. You take one game. Where this is ours. I mean, it looked good in the beginning of the year, right? Uh, Stafford against Brady. Brady favored by three, 42 and a half. I don't. I don't, I don't think they should sit at the adult table yet and lay points. Uh, as bad as the Rams have been, and they don't run the ball, and they got this kid from Fresno, I, I get it. You got to pick one team, though, and I don't love this if Cooper Cup is slowed down at all, but um, Sean McVay, boy, his, his stats are so weird, his trends. They're, they're, they're so, like, uh, one way or the other, and he's got Super Bowls and everything else. 9-2 and two against the spread, traveling from Pacific time to Eastern time. I'm, it's a stretch. Brady, night games. Two and eleven against the spread with the Bucks. Oh, this isn't a night game. I don't even know why I pulled that up. But uh, what I want to say, oh, it will feel like a night game. I guess so. I guess it's one of the late ones. Yeah, Rams six and zero. It'll be dark out for half. And their last six at Tampa Bay against the spread. I take uh, Rams twenty one twenty. I'll take the. uh, You know what? I'm going to go under the forty two and a half if that number is is still sitting there. Um, Where are the points coming from? The brand name QBs. That's a season long trend. Let's uh, let's start to acknowledge it and ride it a little bit and go under on this one. But, yeah, I mean, again, just hyper-specific matchup. You, you like Aaron Donald or do you like the, the interior of the Bucks O-line? Robert how, how do you like How do you like that one working out for uh, for Tom mm-hmm. Brady when he, when he uh, turtles up when anybody gets within 15 right. feet of him? All right. Martin? Yeah, I'm taking the Rams, too. And in a weird way. I don't know if this is Galaxy branding it, but I partly thinks that Cooper Cup twisting his ankle at the end of that game slightly helps the Rams here. Like, as long as he can go and be effective on Sunday. Yeah. Because I imagine that means he's not going to get any work from the the moment his ankle hurt until kickoff yeah. on Sunday, which means, by definition, Stafford had to throw it to somebody else in practice. Uh, they had to get some other work in, right, with Allen Robinson and, and those other guys. Scourneck is going to have 11 targets. I yeah. mean, somebody else had to run something around. They didn't do – they did, just didn't do nothing at practice. Right. And Cam Akers is getting back into the fold after saying he missed football and not mm-hmm. getting traded. So uh, I'd just say of, of in this game, which no side looks great, the Ram side looks slightly less worse. Right. I think the, I'm trying to think of who needs it more. I don't know. <laughs> They're both stuck in, you know, one's looking up at the Seahawks, the other's looking up at the Falcons. I know the Niners are in the mix, too, in the West there. but um, You know yeah. what I think that they will try to do in terms of personnel, the Bucks going forward here? Lenny Fournette is a nice banger and mm-hmm. will have a role if they get, you know, into deep Feb- Not, d- deep December, yeah. playing big games and into January. But white Rashad White's going to start to have to be a bigger yeah. factor here. Right. All right. Interesting game, but not so interesting. Good luck to you, CBS. Uh, Tennessee at Kansas City. This is a night game. 12 and a half and 46 and a half is uh, the over under. Um, you know, I, I, we hate giving double digit spreads here. I'm not doing it for the night game tonight. Hmm. Let me just get this out of the way. The Andy Reid off a of bye thing 27 and 6, 21 and 12 against the spread, 21 and 3 straight up in the regular season. Uh, yeah, the numbers are insane with him. But I'm taking Tennessee. Decent teams don't typically get blown out multiple times in their primetime appearances. We already saw them get uh, destroyed by the Bills. They keep it close. As long as it's close early, they won't have to throw too much. Obviously, if, if Tannehill's not in there, 
Um, just back and right the hell off of this one. Chiefs have failed to cover the spread in four straight home games. Uh, 30 to 20, they win, but not by 13. Martin? Yeah, I think they're pricing it like Tannehill's not going to play. Mm-hmm. I think if he was going to play, he'd be closer to like 9 or 10, right? Because mm-hmm. of the things that you were just talking about, Tennessee not getting blown out, Vrabel, good head coach. And like, I know Andy Reid off of by, but Vrabel as a dog like this, which probably rarely happens, I'm sure his stats are off the charts too. Right. But with that being said, I'll go with Kansas City because I think we'll see Malik Willis. And if that's the case, I think I don't think he's ready to be on the field right now. Is that what they're saying? Is, it, is he getting the nod as of now? I feel like I like I know Ravel said that on Wednesday. I said on Tuesday he would evaluate the quarterback situation mm-hmm. on Wednesday, and Wednesday came and went. No quarterback starters been named. And I feel like it's something that you would just if Tannehill was going to go, you just say All he's right. going. But that's in vogue these days. It feels like I don't have to. What are you going to do to compel me, league, to tell you definitely who my starting quarterback well, is in midweek? I. I I, I see. Well, I know this. Eight. If they're going to keep showing me sportsbook commercials in between every commercial break, they better tell me who the starting quarterback is going to be I, on Wednesday. You know what? I do agree with that. we got to catch up with that. And by the way, I, I've always advocated against like, hey, what's going on in his personal life? Like, that's a little bit of a line crosser, ain't it? No, not when I got money on it. Right. Um, but um, I, you're, you're, if, if you're looking at the Chiefs now, how many times have they covered – those big numbers are otherwise in Arrowhead in 2022 and the 21 and 12 right. career mark for Andy Reid covering. How many times has it been a, a point spread like that? 12 and a half against a halfway decent yeah. team. All that being said, I got to take Andy Reid. This is, I mean, you know, mm. two thirds of the time he's winning. What am I, a, a kook? Right. Uh, I'm trying to look here. Oh, wow. It's still so high. That's not good. Now, I think you brought this up, Shaq. Now, the big money line, if you took the money line parlay last week, it was Cowboys over Bears. I'm going to forget now. Right. It was no, uh, I Eagles. No, I said teaser. I said. Yeah, yeah. Or money line. Yeah, whatever. If you take 10 points off or do oh, okay, it. Okay. It was, it was Sorry, essentially yeah. the same thing. Who were the three? It was. Um, I just said two. I said buy six points in two games. Oh, the I see. Eagles and the. Um, mm-hmm. Cowboys. And. Were the Bills one of them? Yeah, the Bills Packers. So, I yeah. Said, I, yeah, I said I said by the by the points for the Bills right. and for the Eagles. Anyway, three of those, all three of them were good, right? Right. They and Hench went. proposed it on uh, minus no, three, three way. Yeah. Get the ten points spread. for last week. No, for this, for this week, week for it these. would be Eagles, Bills, and Chiefs. Bills against Jets. We didn't cover that. That ain't gonna happen. I mean, that I seems like does. a gimme. I know. Right? I mean, listen. I I know. I come in here. I say that I'll take the Texans, take the the you know whatever the the uh, Titans on the on the spread. But really, I wanted Chiefs, to get through the Bills, games Eagles. before, but I promised Hench I would bring this to you because mm-hmm. he volunteered, and I said Sal is yeah. after all the king of the teasers, so we have to get his console on it. this. But yeah, what do you think? You well, like that? I, th- I think they've lost. I mean, if you had Green Bay or Tampa or any combination over the last month, you got crushed with three-team teasers or two-team teasers with big favorites. But maybe, maybe now it's coming around. Stay away from those two teams I mentioned. Go with the Chiefs. Go with the Eagles. Go with the Bills. Money line or a three-team teaser. Take the points away. Got almost even odds. I like it. Mm. I like it. Martin, you don't... Martin, you have... What'd you, what was your lemon pepper parlay? I know you had the Rams in there. My you lemon some pepper parlay was... Right? Uh, it was the Rams on the money line and it was the Lions on the money line. Mm. So I got away living. my pup of the week. All right. So go ahead. Dovetail nicely right into I'll the pup you, of the week. It's, it's the Detroit Lions. Look, they give, they've gave away the last two games because Jared Goff has been absolutely terrible. Mm. And look, I, the line, they're, they're bad. 
He's, but, you know he's going to handle the ball in this game, too. I, 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 there's very little doubt in my mind. Plus right? 158. Like, You're I, doing it. I'm doing it because I've covered this team and been around this team for a long time. Different regimes. Look, this is the type of game. They're, they're doing, bad. You're starting with they're bad. They're horrible. <laughs> they're horrible. Okay. But if Swift can play, right, if St. Brown goes. Yeah, Swift. I know Swift is a whatever. Right. But if St. Brown plays, like Dave's talking about Hawkinson, St. Brown is going to be the key to that offense mm-hmm. going forward. If he goes and he plays, and if Dan Campbell beats Aaron Rodgers at any point, that guarantee. Guarantees Huge. him at least the end of this season and goodwill going in the next one, no matter how this thing ends, because that's how low the self esteem is in Detroit sports football fandom. Uh-huh. I promise you that. All Dan right. Campbell gets this win and uh, and stays on for the rest of the year. Wow. After. All right, check. Well, I really was hoping that my Atlanta Falcons would rise up to the threshold, the minimum threshold of plus 150. As His uh, Atlanta as Falcons, you hear that? In fact, that they, they've in fact dropped a little bit in mm-hmm. the last hour or so. Is it, are the commies close enough that I can go? Well, plus I, that's who I had to. What do you want me to? I know you yeah, did. But and what it was am I plus 150. Do? I, yeah. All right. Who, you who take, else is reasonable? You take them. Well, you, no, no, no. I'm not, I, I'm not going to take yours. If, if it forces you off of that, I mean, how, I can't. I, I, you're going to take the Colts, ain't you? Is that what you're going to say? That's what if I don't reasonable. take? I can give you guys no, another reasonable option. Yeah, I'll give you guys another reasonable option that qualifies. Bears. Yes. Yeah. Oh, stop it! I'm not stopping. Almost cursed. I'm not stopping anything. You could say it. No, I don't. Check. You take the commanders, who I think are decent, and uh, this is Kirk Cousins against his old team, and you know they're playing the best division of all football, maybe of all time, the NFC East. Uh, they got off to a little slow start, but I think they're going to compete. I don't want to make your case for this. this is your pick. Take the commanders, right, as your pup. I, I will take the Bears. Yes. The th- I, I feel like as much as you can say this about, you know, mm-hmm. average age 25-year-old professional athletes, I think they knew we can't go anywhere with Carson Wentz as our QB. I think that they spiritually are happier with Heineke in there. And I also think more practically, Brian Robinson is a massive difference for that team. He is He gives them a, a banger behind whoever the QB is. So I, I do kind of like the commies here. I'm not in love with the with the bet there, but I certainly like it better than taking the Bears, who just gutted their defense. They lost, lost two of their three That's best fine. defenders. I know Harry calls Roquan Smith the best defensive player in the NFL. That might be a little bit of a reach, but... Uh, you're going to be upset when Chase Claypool catches three three of uh, Justin Field God bless passes. Him. God bless him. Yeah. By by the way, Miami Dolphins at Chicago Bears. But Dolphins and Bears that should have been Super Bowl. Dan 20. Marino. History would be very different. Dan Marino would have thrown it over the 46 Fun. defense. We wouldn't be singing songs about that defense anymore. It's a great Monday night game, right? So, sorry to do this, but yeah. Dave, I have to say the orange uniforms that the Bears have been wearing Ooh. should be Dolphins uniforms. They're what? They're they, better. The, they should, they be. should be like the orange uniforms yeah. at the like that. That they should take that 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 uh that vibe. Yeah. Okay. And they should use. They shouldn't be bears uniforms. They shouldn't be bears That's uniforms. Sure. That's a fact. Yeah. But right. take that 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 orange there. Go up mm-hmm. top and use some of the aqua where the bears have some of the navy. And I think mm-hmm. you guys really something cooking with the Miami Dolphins there. It's your, interesting. Your, your That's better than the because a lot of people love to float the idea of a turquoise helmet. Aqua for for the Miami that would look terrible. That's too much. Then mm-hmm. that, then as Mina Kimes said, then they look like a uh, a tube of toothpaste. Does anyone have a turquoise like in no. college? No, I mean like anybody. Like I don't I don't even know that I've ever seen. 
Uh, like a blue-gray game or something? has worn something like that nah, before. Nah. What I would Don't think, do it. It's Coastal Carolina would be the... I, I feel I could see that in my mind's eye. Yeah. At least having some teal on the helmet. Hmm. Let's see. Let's look it up real quick because this is important. Coastal Carolina football. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How did you like the uh, Bears to beat a team when they just did what they did to themselves? I wow, guess you're Martin, talking about backs to the wall. No one believes in us. That's but a their good call, Mark. They're two, you know, two of their three best defensive players. Because I'm selling teams. high and everybody's crazy <laughs> about the Dolphins and what they did with Bradley Chubb and bringing yeah, all these like, guys in and all that trade. Look, they got Tyreek Hill and all these guys. They get every Niners, I'm, all them running backs. It's a lot of that. Do you know yeah. what it is? This is like when I was into built to spill. Well, now they're still, no, they're still no. not popular. Spoon. I mean, built okay. to spill is popular. Right. But Spoon has reached, I think, close to mass yeah. appeal. I was in Almost on that early, and mm-hmm. now I'm resentful of people who didn't, who, who, you know, like that yeah. hipster band mm-hmm. thing. I think I'm I'm raw because I was in on the Dolphins two days before everybody else. The oh, yeah, Bradley Chubb trade, now everybody's in on them. I was in on them All before right. the Cools found The out. Bears are fine. Martin, we saw oh, how they, they ran high. the ball over the last, what they, like 440 yards rushing the last two weeks? Yeah, yeah, it's I, crazy. I, I think if uh, if Justin Fields kicks Michael Parsons, I think that game is is a different game. I know you hated that play. I, <laughs> I, loved, really, it. I, I really I do. loved it. Uh, but you understand the Dolphins' offense is unstoppable for a defense that is now officially mediocre. So it doesn't matter how much the Bears can run the ball. They're going to just throw – they're going to quick strike them. Uh, These are the Kansas City Chiefs of 2019. Weird. I, weird I, Dolphins offense. I disagree with that. 2018. Uh, all right. How about this? Georgia, Tennessee, 8-66. and 66. That's your number, Shaq. Shaq, you get crazy about the rankings – and the preseason rankings, and now it's number one, Tennessee, at number three, Georgia. Number three, Georgia is an eight-point favorite, and it was, they were a 12-point favorite like three weeks ago in the look-ahead line. Uh, ranked one, but an eight-point dog, you're going to go with Tennessee. No, no, no. I'm going with Georgia, and let me tell you something. First of all, Tennessee is properly placed finally at, at number one. Their body of work is better. Mm-hmm. Um, two, the thing that vexes me more than anything else in that top 10 as it just was released here, why in the hell would Alabama, who has lost the game, I know it's against the number one team, why would they be ahead of TCU? TCU has oh, beaten no. how many ranked opponents uh, now? Four? I don't know. Well, what, what's it matter then? What, what are we doing? If, if it doesn't, Let's just if wait. body of work is, doesn't matter, the then why are we the, because it, because Alabama, you understand, is ahead of an undefeated Power yeah. Five team. It it makes no sense, and it's upsetting to me. But I don't Alabama know why it's upsetting. It, it all shakes out at the end of the year. Most like if Alabama loses out. to Mississippi or loses to Georgia or Tennessee in the in the SEC championship, they'll be gone. They will. They'll have two losses. So don't worry about it. Michigan, Ohio State. Why do we have to go crazy about where one is ranked over the other? They're going to because this they're gonna pre-stage play each other. is exactly what you're getting at. If Alabama, which they won't run the table, but if they did, mm-hmm. first of all, they almost lost to Texas and they also almost lost to A and M, and they lost, in fact, all to right. Tennessee. Why? Okay. Side note: uh, uh, Alabama. Uh, we don't I'm have sure to we can find an right. almost loss on TCU schedule. Well, good. Yeah. Well, they beat four ranked teams, and, yeah. uh, and they're and they're still unblemished. Right. So it's it's loco. But anyhow, um, <laughs> Hench asked this question too, and I was wondering if this you is had like asking this. this is like asking Russell Wilson how the flight go. 
And you get a whole paragraph. Why are you saying yeah, yes, up the yes, rankings? And yes, who do you think is going to, who do you think covers wanna, Georgia and Tennessee? And all of a sudden, TCU is right around that. I don't know. And one more thing about the Buckeyes. You think Nick Saban, you think Nick Saban's going to be mad at you? I'm going to, I'm going to speak the truth. Truth to power. Damashek is here. All right. So LSU, you I'm not a part of the bourgeoisie. I'm the working man. Now, let me tell you something else. Yeah. Or ask you something else. Tennessee, number one team. Plus eight, biggest number ever for a number one team. Oh. Hench asked it. Uh, Did anyone look it up? I did not look it up. No, I'm way too lazy. I don't know. Uh, If anything, maybe like in a, well, no, because early in the season, you would have all the powerhouses and the lines would still match up. Right. Yeah. So I think this, I think it is. I, I would without looking. I, I mean, number say, yeah. one seeds have gotten whipped before. That's yeah. not that's nothing new. But but going into the game, yeah, that big a dog is is something. But yes, I'm going to take Georgia because chip on the shoulder stuff. Imagine yep. you're the reigning national champs. Mm-hmm. It's in your house, and um, and you're looking at it and you're like, oh, they're number one. What right. the hell did they do? No, no, no. We're we're we'll show everybody who's boss of the SEC still. And by the way. That offense is highly talented. We have made in our minds yes. the premise that it's like high-octane Tennessee offense running into the wall mm-hmm. of Georgia. Georgia also can shoot it out with anybody. And it, and it helps that Tennessee, nobody mentions this, ranked 127th in the country defensively. And so Stetson Bennett could wake up here. Ball State quarterback threw for almost 300 yards against Tennessee. I mean, I love Hendon Hooker. I love their big receivers. I know they all get separation. Um, but... They're penalty rid too. They have they're like 124th at 131 in penalties. You're gonna go to Athens. You're gonna be nervous. You're already a weird team penalty wise, undisciplined. I think they get out early at Georgia on them. 35-23. I like it considerably under the 66. I like that as well. That's yeah. a, that's another one of my favorite plays. Yeah, you gotta kind of like that low. So anyway, also Martin Kirby Smart 4-0 at home when college game day comes to town. Oh, now is that <laughs> is that the McAfee game day or the Corso oh, game day? You know, I don't know. How does, you know, is that like a Brady Belichick stat? Like I'll you got to you got to separate it after Urban Meyer and his thumb. Yeah. Which is which? Yeah, I'll go with uh, Urban Meyer. I'll go with. I think Tennessee. I hope Tennessee keeps it close. I hope Tennessee keeps it close. If they come out, if Tennessee can come out and score early. Mm. And force Georgia to not to not be able to just lean on the run game. I like their chances to win the game. I just don't know how likely it is that they're able to come out and score two first quarter touchdowns yeah. on Georgia. So, uh, I, but I'll take the points. Maybe officially. much like we were on uh, Philly first half, we should look into uh, Georgia first half, right? Now, wait a second. Gathering storm. How about this? When Georgia beats Tennessee and they beat them by double digits, Tennessee, who, who went to overtime mm-hmm. and bum pit, they're going to get a, that one loss. Tennessee is going to avoid playing in the SEC championship game right. and get in over undefeated TCU. No, that's going to be an outrage. Get in the top four. You'd be no. They're going to go in over Oregon. They'll Oregon's going to. They'll take Michigan over over them. I think. Yep. One loss Michigan over two loss Tennessee. What do you mean two losses? Oh well, yeah. They'd have I guess one loss. Have they won't. Play, they're, not, they're not going to have to play so in the SEC Michigan. title. Right. I, I'm already mad because I know it's what's coming. I know Oregon's going to get a raw deal, even if they don't lose again. And I know TCU's going to get a raw deal. When Tennessee, if they're sitting there and they don't have to play that, they extra won't game. go three. They won't go three for SEC. But they might they go can. Ohio State, Michigan. Yeah, I look at. I, I have no problem. Ohio State, Michigan, Alabama, uh, Georgia. Because in my mind's eye, Shame those are you. the four. Well, those are the best four teams. What are you going to do? 
Does as anybody long, know? As long as we the, can make it up, those are my four. Do you guys know when the MLS Cup is? Sunday, I think. Sunday. I Someone mean, you, at, just, you were just talking about me and tangents. You're bringing up the MLS what are you, Cup. Yeah, what is this, Mark? Well, the reason I ask is because Caesars has this odds boost oh. that has... See, Dave, it's actually related to something. Caesars has this odds boost. <laughs> we're that, uh, just talking about the, now, the, the, we're just talking like, about the like rankings, Saturday, for goodness right. sakes. I guess it's Saturday. The yeah. Phillies and the Eagles both win tonight. And the Union win the cup. Philadelphia Union, yeah. Philadelphia Union win the cup. And what is it? 750. Wow. All right. I have no idea. I think LAFC is favored, right? Yeah, but I, so I'm looking at it now, and from what I can see, oh, it looks like. Good. Yeah, the Union, you know, they're real beasts. <laughs> All right. But uh, yeah. wrap this up, Martin. Eagles, what, what are you looking at? I'm sorry. I just thought <laughs> it was right, interesting. Right. The Eagles are seven. The Eagles are seven hundred on the money line. So that's you know. No, this is something you mentioned to Mikey Meatballs after the show, and he nods. He's very pleasant about it, but he doesn't care either. So I don't know. No, all right. But let's talk about that baseball game. I bet this has been fun. This has been fun. Although uh, there's only one. Only that game one was really close and intriguing. Right, six five. They've all been different. Then Astros go up five nothing and win five three. Game two. Then they get smoked. Seven nothing. What? Five home runs for Philly in game three. And then yesterday, a no hitter, a combined no hitter, which I think is cool. Uh, four pitchers for the Astros pitch a no hitter. Uh, no hit that was, and especially coming off a five home run game. You didn't think that stifled the crowd. Whole different series. Now, Verlander against Syndergaard, which I think is a mistake. He has like 13 innings pitched in the last 45 days. I know everyone will be on a short leash. On the other hand, Verlander. Eight World Series starts has never come away with a win. That's very strange, mm-hmm. and he's minus 160. Sheck, which way are you going? I think that the Astros are undervalued here because of Justin Verlander's career-long World Series pox. It's got, it doesn't got a turn. Yeah. Some legends go their whole career. Ted Williams, whatever. Dan Marino. This is it. One more bite at the apple, Justin Verlander. I'm giving you one last shot here. It's, it's Noah Syndergaard. Come on. You're gonna, you're, th- this should be a bigger number in favor of the, of the Astros. Astros? Yes. Oof. On the road. I know. Well, I get it. I, I'm taking the run and a half here and the plus money here, plus 115, um, because – they win. They win big, right? You don't see the close games really in these anymore. True. So that's what I'm going to go. I'm going to get the plus money, and they get nine at-bats um, as the road team. Martin, which way are you going? I'm taking the Phillies. they got to win this game after going. And- I thought so too, but then why start Syndergaard? Like, Wheeler's available. you got your whole job, lots of choices of a former Mets. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, but also too, between the got-to-have-itness of the Phillies, the gots-to-have-it, and mm-hmm. then – the dust of Verlander. I don't agree with Dave that history just won't repeat itself mm. with Verlander in the World Series. It seems to be a thing that's plagued him his entire career. So I imagine it'll continue to do so today. Yeah, I'm taking the odds boost plus seven fifty. Let's go Philly. Are Union. you doing Philly? 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 Let's go Philly Union. Hey, Philly, Verlander. Philly, Philly special. Verlander definitely is saddled with the curse of Sposta. It must be super heavy on his back, but he is a legit legend. Mm-hmm as a starting pitcher, will go down as one of the 10 best of the last 50 years at least, if not, and that might be a little conservative for him. I'm betting on him to step up. Pedigree snob, Damashek, going with Verlander. Does Kate Upton end up with Tom Brady, with Tampa, if things go south there? (laughs) That would be fun. Let's do that. Let's just do that. Yeah, Yeah, they should do that. All right, listen, we got Kenny Mayne coming up. 
but we're going to take a quick break before we get to them. All right, let's bring in our guest now. He's one of my all-time favorites. You know him best as the last place finisher on Dancing with the Stars Season 2, but I'll have you know he also did some on-camera work for a plucky sports cable outlet over the years. Look it up if you don't believe me. He's an expert on horses and horse collar tackles. The great Kenny Main is here. What's happening, Kenny? Uh, it's great to be involved as we do this. Is this live? Probably not, right? Not live live, but as live as it's I mean, going to get with us. Yeah, you know? it feels pretty feels pretty urgent um i don't know when this is running was the kind of point i was making there so I see. as we tape this it is thursday october 3rd or november 3rd rather uh-huh. right something like that yeah so i'm on my way to keeneland for the breeders cup lexington kentucky couldn't be more excited i wish you were going in person well i want to get to that in a sec i don't know what to start with because you're that this is exciting your seahawks are exciting but um the yeah, the, the main reason you're here is the breeders cup i've now been um i don't know i've given a been given a free entry into the tournament this breeders yes. cup tournament we'll talk about it in a second harry is here he's joining me because i don't know anything about horses and he's getting less there he yeah. is um harry by the way I, we've told the story uh, uh, a few times now but harry um insists that i tell it again what did you do harry for kenny back in the day when i was at red rock kenny you were there it was your book signing i was your right hand yes. man for the whole day i remember it sam king was there uh sending out our best to him sam king just had a heart transplant oh las vegas Ooh. uh my old friend still my dear friend he's doing really well he's in california recovering mm. uh he was the kid who played ahead of me back at UNLV way back when, and he led the nation in passing yards. But that aside, he's, he's a great guy, and everybody's wishing there him you well. Go. Since you brought up Red Rock, it reminded me that Sam showed up for my book signing. Well, and I want to send uh, yeah. some some pre-well wishes to Harry for his oncoming heart troubles. That can't be. Yes, that's true. <laughs> yes, Harry has heart troubles. Harry is actually <laughs> battling um, COVID-19, I think it is, and we're we're part of the battle, as you'll see. He's going to be uh, coughing throughout this um, segment. So. I do have a, yeah. Kenny, by the way, if, if UNLV wins uh, the last two games against Hawaii go. and uh, Nevada. Bowl eligible. Bowl game, bowl game for the Rebels, right? Uh, it's really fun. I got to go to the Notre Dame game for NBC. Nice. So they bring in somebody who used to play for the visiting team. And then, you know, a, a visitor or a former player for Notre Dame. And we joined the pregame and the halftime and all that. Couldn't have had a better time. We got two punts blocked. I think it would have been a better game without that. Uh, but, yeah, Notre Dame was probably the better team. But I'm really happy Vegas started out strong. Lost a few in a row. Kind of need to get it back together. Uh, but I like what Coach Arroyo is doing down there. Listen, yeah. maybe Coach Carroll could take over and then you'll really get pushed to the uh, next level. What is going on with your Seahawks? I assume you saw this coming. I'm on record as saying I trust Pete. I did a bunch of different interviews, you know, when all this was going down and they got rid of Russell and got in, you know, who's going to be the quarterback? Is it Locke? Is it Gino? Are they going to bring in Kaepernick? What, what's going on? And I just, I trust Pete. His record is so good. You know, how has he really failed us? It's so funny how critical fans are when teams don't do well one time. Like, hey, get rid of him. You know, it's like, damn, you could have won a couple Super Bowls. They did win one. Mm-hmm. Um you know, playoff team almost every year. He made the determination that it was time for us to go or mutually they did. And I trusted whatever the hell was going to come next. I didn't know Gino was going to play as well as he has, but I think what that really shows is the fine line, you know, in all levels, right? Like somebody's playing and somebody isn't playing. Right. And how big a difference is there between those two players? You don't know 
until that guy or girl, if you're in girl sports, uh-huh. I was trying to be, you know, just broadly sure. accepting of all. Um, yeah, you don't know until you know, right? You don't know until that person gets that chance. And Gino has been amazing. He's been really fun to watch. It's it, well, it's a great story, obviously. Um, but have you? I mean, are you surprised as I am? I I, I don't want to get the vapors about it, but Russell Wilson was on the cusp of a dynasty. He was at the most important position. And I get that maybe the Legion of Boom felt that they were getting slighted. But the abject, I don't know if it's hatred or whatever it is, directed at poor Russell Wilson. I mean, there are a lot of actual bad characters out there. How say you on this? I'm not uh, a sports fan in that way where I turn on people personally because, you know, they had a bad game or they left our team. Or Russell gave us 10 great years. Right. And so I, you know, he's having a rough start. He had a much better game than the London game the other day. Um, But yeah, they've looked totally out of sync. Like they, they get called for delay a game that, you know, the communication's bad. The timing's bad. I think they'll turn it around. I don't know that they're going to be that good of a team, but I think he'll look better than he has. He's also fighting through some injuries. So I'm somewhat of a Russell apologist, I guess you would say. Like, I still think he's a talented guy. He hasn't forgotten to play quarterback. They just got off to a shaky start, and they're probably, like anybody else, if you drop a fly ball in the outfield, you're like, oh, shit, ball's coming again. You know, like, they're probably – they're human, right? They're, they're probably pressing a little bit. But um, I, look, I look for him to improve as the season goes on. But that's not my problem. I'm a Seattle Seahawks fan. <laughs> and I look for, for Gino to improve. Like, he's getting so comfortable, and, he, and his arm's there. And, like Pete said the other day, we're having him do the stuff he knows how to do. And he's doing it pretty damn well. Yeah, that's crazy what goes on with him. How much more can he improve, right? Is it a 70% passer at this point? But uh, 71%. No, We've gone for 71. That's really been our goal. The whole so then I guess that's it. That's all he can uh, improve. Yeah. Uh, yeah, interesting. Your team makes the playoffs, wins the division. Pete Carroll, coach of the year. Gino, MVP. Oh, Which of those four? I mean, four? so little was expected. I had so many fellow Seahawks fans who were just like, oh, God, what's this going to be? Let's. Let's play poorly and get that French basketball player. Let's do, you know, something. <laughs> and instead, it's been like, oh, they're kind of in most of every game. And they're they're actually the division leader right now. So hopefully they stick with it. And that was a really good win against the Giants. Um, and again, like I just go back to Pete's had his system. Some people really buy in. Others don't. But mostly they have. And mostly it's been successful. So I love uh, the, the new runner, too. Kenneth Walker. He, like, yeah. they got a bunch of guys kind of like we really need you to step up and they all did so uh it's been fun to watch kenny what what do you make of the new way of reporting of mutual parting of the ways right because like apparently you know both russ and pete wanted out or like yesterday the big news steve nash and the nets mutually part of the ways nobody seems to get fired anymore and if somebody would be reading that like i don't know it just seems odd to me that we have to now say everything is a mutual parting of the ways as if most of the time one side wants i was another fired side i was f- fired if that's what you're trying to say i wasn't i literally, I literally wasn't trying to go there but I, I i thought of you in that moment like i was no like, i ours was mutual i mean they made me an offer and i didn't like it and i <laughs> waited for them to make it better and they didn't so i left so yeah. like i i guess that was as mutual as it could be um yeah it is funny and also note how many times players sort of politic for what they want and oftentimes the the number one player gets his way, right? I mean, look at right. go way back to Irvin Johnson, right? With uh with the Lakers, he kind of ran the show because he was the guy, and seemed like what he wanted turned out to happen with regard to coaching. Um, so that's not a brand new thing 
that somebody with lots of chips gets to kind of push them around the table and, and decide what, what what's what. But it is funny, this new, like you say, this new expression, you know, nobody gets canned like in the old days. So-and-so fired after seven games or I thought they moved pretty quick, but I think Nash got a good bailout. So, well, I, probably, I, I well, I think feelings are in consideration first and foremost. Now, right? We'll figure out the contract afterwards, but we cannot hurt feelings. So, the statement is going to be it's a mutual parting of ways. But yeah, you're right. Anything could be considered mutual. Like, yeah, you could stick around, but we're not going to pay you anymore. Oh, and you're going to be arrested for trespassing too. So, <laughs> it's still it's your choice right now. But yeah. yeah. I'm with you. But you no. should do a show you where you fire me, I quit. Right. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> or maybe there could be a TV show and you say to people, like, you're fired on it. And oh. who knows where that oh. could take you. No one's I'm, ever thought of that. That's that great. That Think is. about this. We have a Michigan guy here in Marty. You say UNLV. This is uh, one of my favorite dumb questions is what is the point spread if 1990 UNLV plays the Fab Five of 93. Sal, also Ooh. you. What, what do you think that number is? Who wins that game? Uh, the Fab Five was an underdog to North Carolina, I think, that year. Or like they a one were. Point they were. They didn't even. Yeah. They went to two Final Fours when right, they were constituted right. as that quintet. I, I, now, do we not know that Vegas lost the Duke game the next year? Yeah, right. That's what's no, important. Yeah. Before that. yeah. Um, I'd say Vegas is a small favorite, like two and a half, something like that. Harry, what was Vegas over Duke the year they won? What was the nineteen? What was? What was? Oh, I, I want to say maybe uh, nine and a half. Nine. I thought it was about nine. Yeah, yeah. I think it's somewhere it in between there. I think you're right. Probably about four or hey, so. Going, going I back four. to your other story, I quit a job in Seattle just way back. 1989 is my first TV, real TV job, and I'd been interviewed by ESPN, but I didn't get hired. Long story short, I decide I'm going to go in there and. You know, I'm going to be Kevin Durant. I'm going to tell him what I want, and it's going down this way, right. or I quit. Like, that's literally, I went in and had this meeting, and the guy's like, you could get in trouble doing that. I was like, trouble? I just offer, I just threatened to quit. What more trouble could I get in? <laughs> right. And it ended up, they didn't capitulate, and I did quit. I felt so good, like, just driving out of the parking lot, biggest man on earth, and then couple blocks later, like, what the f did I just do? Like, I have no money. I have no job now. <laughs> Next job I had was making garbage cans. And then I sold prepaid legal insurance. And uh, God love the people doing those two Boy. jobs right now. Kenny, I feel like we work for the same people, but they allow you to swear on your show? Because I, I would love this if this opens up. Um, did I swear? <laughs> no, no, no. That was, uh, <laughs> that was Harry grunting. I'm sorry. Kenny, uh, Kenny's given me good ideas for to ask for rates out, so, just that I don't have any money either. So That's true. I'd well, listen, be out of here. we're all supposed to make money. Now, if Kenny, you've in, indirectly roped me into this Breeders' Cup betting challenge. Um, I have a free entry. You've had a free entry for a while, right? Um, you, I mean, you're the biggest paid, name. I wouldn't call it free. I'm earning it gotcha. through my ambassadorship. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. I see. Okay. Like, that's like saying I made a commercial and I got free money. It's like, no, I made a commercial. So, th but this doesn't seem too difficult. Uh, of course, I'm not going to be anywhere near the leaderboard because I know nothing, but there's about 200 people joining, right? The top. Probably more. Probably more. Okay. So they say they pay out the top 20. So I was thinking about 10% of those uh, entrants actually could end up in the, uh, in the money here. What is your strategy? I know you said before we, uh, press record here that you're not in the nitty gritty of it yet, but what's your strategy for the two days? Just win and advance like, like sort of like survivor league. You mm -hmm. know, do you play that thing? Which yeah. by the way, thanks Tom Brady for not showing up all week and losing to Pittsburgh. 
Oh, Hope you please. had a good Tuesday off day. Wait, Tuesday's an off day. Then so was Wednesday. <laughs> then he goes to Robert Kraft's wedding. Then he flies in on his own, this and then they lose. Breaking news. Well, that's, what? That's what happened? Great preparation. <laughs> no survivor losses sting for weeks that's on That's where weeks. I got knocked out. Okay? Right. They sting, My point man. was, in the survivor, too many of us, I've done it so many years. Some years I was awesome. I went all the way, yeah. or week 16 anyway. Other years I'm knocked out like week four. Uh-huh. But uh, you can't try to outsmart it. You can't go. Oh, wait a minute! Green Bay's playing at Detroit in Week Nine. I, you know, gotta you gotta you gotta be alive for next week to be alive for next week. So, same with this Breeders' Cup thing. I think you just try to keep on increasing your bankroll. You don't try to be so smart and outsmart things. Other people, you know, get really zealous. Right. And they just go heavy. They just opening bet all in. Right. And if right. they hit, all you look at the leaderboards like. I was like, I have $54,000. I'm, you know, I made a hundred on the last race. I was happy with to win. So some people are very aggressive. Some people are methodical. I'm sort of somewhere in between. If I really love something, I'll hit a little harder, but they have minimums. You know, you have to bet along the way. You can't bet $2 right. 10 times and walk away with your money. You have to, you know, meet the minimum. What right? is it? So it's, you have to bet five races. You have to bet five races twice and you have to hit the minimum. Uh, well, there's three. two days of racing, yes. right? Friday and Saturday. So mm -hmm. I think ultimately, if I think the math is right, if you made every minimum bet that they suggested you had to made and lost every one of them, you'd be wiped out, right? In other words, you have to bet your money. Gotcha. Okay. All right. But and after so after you hit, let's say you get lucky and hit a big trifecta on the first Breeders' Cup race, which is a really hard race, mm -hmm. five and a half on the turf. Um, and I have like, I've narrowed it down to eight horses. So I'm, I'm really focused <laughs> at this point on one of those days. Um, but let's say you hit some big race, you know, let's say you cash for, you know, 10 grand on a huge trifecta or something. Now you can be a little more ballsy, right? You can say, okay, uh -huh. I'm going to bet a little more because I'm playing with house money at this point. And it's okay to look at the board. All right, this guy's here and this guy's here. You can kind of somewhat determine what you might or might not do based on what the leadership is doing. But honestly, I mostly disregard. I just try to do well, you know. I hope whatever me doing well is is worth it at the end and it's somehow in the top whatever and if it's not it's still a fun day okay all right i'm just trying to figure because i know i will panic and so i'm going to be staring at that leaderboard so let's say race seven of ten i may have to go all in is that stupid or just try to still methodically chip away well, others have done that. They usually wait wait till the very last race, and they'll take whatever they have and bet it to win on somebody. And the horse is five to one, and all of a sudden they're the winner. Like mm. I've seen that happen before. I think more often those who do well just consistently do well throughout the, all the bets. They might not win them all, but they win three quarters of them, or they cash most of the time. Okay, and they're good enough, you know, to to excel and be better than the other folks. Mm. I've I've done it both ways. I've studied where I knew every horse because I was covering horse racing for ESPN way back when. So I was at all the prep races. I saw it with my own eyes and I was really, really into it. Now I'm these years kind of catching up to it on paper. All right. Tell me about this race in France. What the hell happened? You know? Yeah. So I'm a little late to getting into deep study, but there's still enough time for me. It's only Thursday, right? The races don't start till three o'clock Friday local time at Lexington. Right. Have you ever been there? No, I haven't. You, you say I absolutely have to do it, right? This is England is beautiful. The whole the whole town is all about horses. You you land at the airport and you look out and there's horses running in the fields right next to the airport. At the track is this old stone, beautiful building, kind of like feels like an old European track. 
Um, they used to run it with no announcer. It's really only relatively recent huh. that they even had an, a track announcer. They would just run the races and people would watch. And it was it was like an ode to, I guess, before there were microphones. I'm not quite sure what it was an ode to, but it was kind of cool. Um, Is this something you would do? Would cool. you want to move from, I mean, it's beautiful where you are right now, but could you convince the old lady, let's go to Kentucky. They have announcers I didn't now. I can say I'm moving there. I mean, then I'd have <laughs> McConnell and Paul as my senator. No, so I'm I not see. doing that. Um, <laughs> Well, there won't I be want to be on forever. the West Coast again. Yeah. I, I want to get back to Seattle. We got one. We have four daughters together, as you know. Right. The last right. one's still in high school. We got a USC, a Boston U, a Colorado graduate, and one still in high school. Wow. So I'm still working, paying tuitions, you know, going to horse race events. Talk then about on the back family. end of that, I'm going to the Monday night game in New Orleans. Hey. Oh, right. Nice. That's living. But this, Seattle, this is a good town to get to from a sports fan perspective, too. Cracking on the rise. Oh, Seahawks just at the at the starting edge of a new rise, I, whether it's Geno or otherwise. I wonder if they will let Geno walk and replace him in the draft. That's going to be an interesting thing to see what happens in the offseason because he can I walk. I sure hope right? not. I mean, unless he falls apart, which I don't think is going to happen, I, I think it would be, you know, this guy obviously has been around. And like I was saying earlier, you know, I think a lot of people had, oh, this guy's just the backup guy. He'll be used if somebody gets hurt, and that's his that's his role the rest of his career. Uh-huh. Then he gets this big chance. I think he's kind of extended his play. His legs are pretty fresh for, you know, not having been hit, not having played for very much for a whole bunch of years. But it's an anomaly, so. though. Like, not, not since Jim Plunkett has a guy arrived this late in his career, right? Well... Who else got punched in his face and then like kicked off his team? Lots of guys. After that, lots of guys. <laughs> Ton of guys. Yeah, I mean George Blanda played till he was fifty-four or something. So yeah. I don't know. anybody remembers him. Um, but yes, Seattle's a, is on the rise in a bunch of ways. I'm not the biggest hockey guy in the world, but I became more of one having gone to some of the Kraken games. Our new building's amazing. The Climate Pledge Arena. Went to a bunch of Storm games. We left them out of that conversation. Um, they're fun. And I got to be at that Mariner game where we got the playoff clinch on the home run. Oh, wow. wow nice. It was just coincidence. I was in town for a charity event, uh, raising some money for some ex-Seattle Sonic players who need a little help right now from those who always love their play. Uh, Gus Williams and Slick Watts. So thinking of them. Hmm. Um, but the night was over there, essentially. And I was like, well, let's get to the Mariner game. And the tickets we had wouldn't show up. The ticket master just kept swirling a little bit like Zoom did before this call. Where just nothing's <laughs> happening. Socket air, four hundred four, all that. What was our What was our note? What did I say that said bad syntax? No. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. The great computer term. I would usually use these on bad gateway. Screen. Bad gateway. Eric bad Rose. gateway. Yeah. 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 Just think, a guy blows a play at second base. You just say bad gateway. That covers it. Right? Socket <laughs> air. Um, so we go over to the Mariners. It's sixth inning, close game, and my Ticketmaster app won't work it's just and i'm trying to tell no no i kind of like work for the mariners i do videos i was on the video mm. she's not buying my story the other guy comes over so we just sweet talked them into letting us in with no tickets essentially mm. got to see the home run the place went insane and you know they played the astros really well like you know they lost all three games mm-hmm. they could have won all three games you know it's not a stretch at all to say that they had that first one wrapped up until alvarez killed us uh good young team one, it should be fun but for a few years to come, at least. All right, I did. I'm going to be honest. I did just bet uh, let Gino walk in the seventh race on uh, Friday, nine to two. I will <laughs> say, we'll see if it comes out. I don't know. Here's uh, the thing. That's bad. If gateway. you don't, if you don't know that much, or don't even care to know that much, 
You can literally bet children's birth dates or mm. your favorite numbers in different combinations and end up with like, dang, I got like three really good horses here. Like the horses are so good. Yeah. Competition is so thick. Yeah. Like I said, in the very first race I'm looking at, there's six, seven, eight horses. None of them would surprise me. And that's true with many of the races. There was a Breeders' Cup at Arlington in Chicago years ago. And I bet Annie, my second daughter's birth date, 11 is her birth date, or one ten of 01. So I bet a one ten eleven to approximate that, right? Uh -huh. and about 50 yards to go, one ten eleven, And the one is 50 to 1, wow. I think. The nice. 10 gets up. And beats me, so it became ten one eleven. Oh no! Oh, nice. like, why didn't you box it? Got to box it, Teddy. Come on! Right. Because she wasn't born in October. That's why. Oh uh, mm -hmm. well, that's your fault too. I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I will say this, uh, Kenny. I think the last. I have more to say. What the last what? tip you gave me was uh, uh -huh. a horse that uh, it might have been the Derby, oh, and and the, the one that jumped around. Yes, the jockey and the horse got in a screaming match, and I don't think it made it. <laughs> 20 yards <laughs> Wait, are you yeah we're talking about thunder snow that's right and that horse would go on to win the dubai world cup and other prominent races in europe bunch of group ones hmm. it ended up being a really really good horse that day we don't know what happened because <laughs> it only went like like you said 20 yards he's bucking he's looking it's like a it's crazy small you're you know, or like a little kid, you know, in Little League, just doing his own thing, playing with Danny Lyons and staring. Like, why is this? Why did that just happen? The race was over for me immediately. Like, I lost. <laughs> yep. It's that better that way. Isn't it funnier that way? What, are you going to come in fourth? How do they, how do they get yeah. the horses over to Dubai? On a plane or a ship? Airplanes. They have special companies that, that transport airplanes and charge a bunch of money. Right. And these these horses are fast. What do you they get there. I mean, they'll, they'll <laughs> don't worry about how they get there. How long there. do you think it takes to get to Dubai on a boat? I don't know. I guess I was asking for them for the favor of the beasts cuz you <laughs> know, I saw what happened to Kong. He didn't enjoy his time on the ship, so I don't know. I was worried about the horses. Yeah, I mean, I guess like in the 1800s if somebody was going to ship a horse from France right. to Saratoga, <laughs> that's probably the method of travel, but um, yeah, they have modern jet aircraft now, and that's that's pretty. Well, much they, yeah, they don't put them in like baggage or what you know, or like you know, underneath the plane where the people. They try. Oh, yeah. It's a specially outfitted airplane with stalls and hay and grooms and the whole thing. They that's they nice. fly. Harry's been on one, actually, right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's the longest airplane, that's the longest airplane trip ever. <laughs> Kenny, uh, what do you have to plug? You, you, uh, you're associated with so many uh, great charities. Throw uh, one or a couple or all of them our way. You want charities? You want the stuff that makes me money? All right, let's do the <laughs> Whatever, both. No, we'll do charities. Uh, it's really my key one is my own. So I ruined my ankle playing football way back when, and now I'm old, and I've had a bunch of surgeries. And eventually I found this guy in Gig Harbor, Washington. If you've never been, it's, it's worth your time. Kind of near Tacoma, a little past and he makes these amazing devices. He was making them for veterans already, right? Uh -huh. I got mine, and for four years now, I've been able to do things that I couldn't previously do because my ankle's not well. So um, we, Gretchen and I, started a foundation immediately called Run Freely. It's called yep. runfreely.org. And for four years, we've been raising money as well as we can, and then, then we find the next veteran who needs one, and it's truly life-changing. Like, it's really been a thrill to see the impact that it's had kind of one at a time. We're very small. We don't have a building. We got me and my Twitter, me begging all of you guys send in 20 bucks today. Let's go. 
Um, it's Jamal a great Crawford, cause. yeah, my number one benefactor. He's given the most. Nice. Um, in fact, he gave a thousand dollars for each of my twenty-seven years at ESPN on my last show. That was a nice little gesture by him as nice. we said goodbye. Nice. Uh, so yeah, it's it's good. We're at now. There's so many worthy things out there, and so many people hurting in other ways. I know money's you know it's hard to hard to get people interested in just yours, right? They're already mm-hmm. giving to other things, but we got a couple ideas to do some fundraisers that might raise quicker cash and get some more people moving pain free. Now the runfreely.org is a great cause, and you, the accompanying video will leave you uh, tears all day. Uh, you do a great job with that, so hit that up. And what about um, that? which makes you money. Although I always assumed you were stealing from charities, but there's other stuff. <laughs> no, no, we are, you have to be so legal. The tax thing is crazy. I, uh, it's, it's wild how much you have to go through to, Hey, no, 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 we're not. Cause some people actually, when I talk about it, they think I own the company and I'm no, no, no. I just yeah. know a guy, he got a brace for me and now I give away my money. Yeah. Right. Um, I am doing stuff for Caesars. So I make little dumb videos that they uh, use in the manner that they use done stuff with the Mannings and JB Smoove. I was in a commercial with Halle Berry for two seconds. Um, they cut out all my good lines because I was, I was just to address Archie, but I was like, well, JB Smoove's here. Halle Berry's here. Archie's here. I'm not going to Archie. I'm going to go joke for you, joke for you line for him. Of course they picked it up. Right. Left that. There you go. Uh, and I have a podcast called Hey Main, H E Y M A Y N E, where we talk about, stuff that's important all right go listen to hey man let me list all my guests that i've had so far on <laughs> i'd love to hear them yeah <laughs> gino smith uh, Plaza was on she was great that's a big name nice no oh, not um, even sports you, you go all over the place oh no we do politics i was trying to get evan mcmullen who's running for senate against mike lee in utah uh-huh. but they didn't have time for us but free shout out evan mcmullen if you're a utah citizen consider evan mcmullen there you go. All right. And he will be at the Breeders' Cup. That's this uh, this weekend. And he's going to win it. What's the highest you've placed in this? Ninth one time. All the other times I did not place. But it was best day I've ever had at a racetrack. It was just ridiculous how lucky. It was one of those deals where I should have bet more. Every player says that, right? Right. After one, I should have bet more. You can never but, bet enough uh, on a winning horse. That's right. It was, it was a pretty fun day. And then separately, we had a family show parlay going on outside of the tournament. And we were just like, just peeling off hundred dollar bills. It was it was a ridiculous day. <laughs> I always uh, make sure people are betting within your means. Don't bet more than you can afford. I like to make that note. God, I hate Kenny, that. I hate that. Just send it in. I hate whatever it. you got. Go ahead, Kenny. In the in the classic itself, though, Flightline has destroyed this competition. It's perfect five for five in races ran. Can can fly, can Flightline be beat? Uh, Harry, we're wrapping up here. And, uh, no, you got to ask him about the Breeders' Cup. Yeah, absolutely. No, that one I know. I, the only way is if somehow he gets burned out, right? Like, you know, they they press him, they hustle him, and, and next thing you know, because it happens all the time. There's yeah. five horses that lose. They don't win just because everybody thinks they're going to win, right? Um, and I, I think Rich Strike was not a total fluke. People thought it was because it was such a shot. That horse yeah. has run pretty well since his big derby win, and why not? Eight, 80 to one, right? The derby, right? So, Flightline is a monster, though. Like it's it's yeah. been something to watch. Like it's just hasn't done a thing wrong. So maybe it's due for a bad race. I don't wish ill will on any human or horse, but um, <laughs> I'll probably bet against, but not too much. Well, hey, Harry, yeah. I got a good tip on bad syntax. <laughs> Try right. him. Uh, okay, Gateway, right? 
Was it Gateway? Bad Gateway. 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 All right, we'll get that. But let's uh, look at the first race at Keeneland, which starts at 11. <laughs> <laughs> they have yeah. other races. People don't know this. They have the Breeders' Cup races, right? Yeah. They also have the regular races in the in the card, right? So you're betting on, you know, just rando horses in race one, two, three, whatever. Mm -hmm. Then all of a sudden, here come these these big hitters in the Breeders' Cup part of it. Well, And Breeders' is is S apostrophe, just... Oh, it is. Okay. It's plural possessive. Yeah. Now people should remember it because it's daylight saving, right? And but it's, but it's breeders, and we, this is these are all important things for this weekend. And there's no S in any way. It's just anyway. There's no anyways. It's otherwise you'd be saying any house. Oh so, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Kraken is a way. is a mind bender. Yeah, it's the latest. It's like the Kraken? heat and the magic. Yeah, the Seattle oh, Krakens. There are twenty of them. You know. I say if it's singularly named. You say it like Pearl Jam is a good band. Eh. You don't say Pearl Jam are a good band, do you? You don't no, say Seattle are a good team. You say the Seahawks are because they had an S. But the magic is or it isn't good or bad. Yeah, but then the EPL screws that up, right? Like Manchester City is this. Or yeah. Or got well, the English do that on everything. They pluralize. Yeah, they screwed. And it's supposed to be their language. Yeah. They're the ones who screwed up for all of us. But you remember William Sapphire, the noted columnist yeah. and expert on language he ruled in this case about sports teams singular or plural names singulars are singulars plurals are plurals everybody live with it the magic is bad i don't care for it <laughs> all right kenny anyway. I, I have good news for you you are not going to come in last in this breeders cup challenge because that designation will be for me and harry only all right well, don't say that yeah yeah, we're going all in on one race. Although, oh yeah, we got to hit a minimum. All right, we got to have to figure this out, Harry. So shake your, okay. shake the we'll cobwebs out. You're out. What you is it? Keep your money in. That's true. That's true. Kenny Maine, he does it all. Uh, let Gino walk. Uh, he's got a podcast with Aubrey Plaza. He's got these charities. Check them all out. Every week, Aubrey Plaza. Every week. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you did it. You got the Aubrey Plaza oh, podcast. <laughs> You watch White Lotus season two opener. Yeah, I, I didn't see it Saw because last I, night. I, I, last I'm night. a fan. I like that show. I yeah. love the um, the manager more than anything, and now he's gone. So I I, oh, yeah. I thought I wasn't going to give it a chance. Wait, we're in we're in stoppage time now. We're just still going. We're okay. not done. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Manchester like, City is drained. You like yeah. winning time? <laughs> winning time, I like. Yeah, I like. I one. liked it a lot. Yeah. Wait, Gretchen's calling. Hold on, Gretchen. <laughs> I'm on with cousin Sal. Say hi to Sal. <laughs> What's happening, Gretchen? <laughs> How you doing? She, <laughs> she just laughed. Okay. <laughs> Sal doesn't. Sal doesn't like you anymore. I no, that's not true. Oh, don't do that. All right, listen. Call Gretchen. Wait, I got back. more. Okay, I got more. Yes. What? Are, why are we cutting off? No, I don't know. I don't know. I thought. Uh, I mean, Harry looks like he's going to kill over. Well, look, no, no. I was going to. Hey, since you talk, I saw the first episode of White Lotus season two last night. Was that? Was that a real penis or a fake penis? Jesus, Harry. What in hell? This is pretty All right, so now talk. I was thinking about watching this on Kenny Main's recommendation, seeing as this yeah. is a guy who I've been watching and following for years and years yeah. and years. But after hearing that, I don't know. Archie I don't know. I don't know if that was real or not. Is Gretchen still on? She should not have to hear this. The foundational shows are the Bugs Bunny Hour, mm -hmm. the Jetsons, Rocky Bullwinkle, <laughs> right? Get Smart. What else? <laughs> Carol Burnett. I'm going back. Johnny Carson monologue. Just right. go back and watch all that. Gomer Pyle. That's true. That's it was true. all right. That was I didn't. That one didn't do it for me in the same. What about the monsters? 
Monsters never did it for me. I'm sorry. I don't know. And it might be me. How about those cartoons and and kid shows like in my day? I'm older than you guys. Um, and the guys were on acid, like HR Puff and stuff. Oh, yeah. They oh, were just yeah. like, whoa, this is and we knew it as kids. We're like, what the f- is going on here? Why the great why space coaster, Kenny? Mm-hmm. Land of yeah. the Lost. That was Land all of the Lost. Shazam yeah. and Isis. That was a good hour that you could put together. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. There you What's go. the show about? The, the show we're doing right now. Um, you know, mostly um, you know, judging penis length on different uh, premieres and stuff like that. That's all we can try to. Stick mostly, with. it's a battle in trying to get a word in edgewise after <laughs> Dave gets his uh, Pittsburgh takes off. That's right. Yeah, that's yeah. essentially well, extra points. It's in a joy uh, and a privilege. And Sal, I'll text you regarding okay. the Reader's Cup thing. I yes. don't know if we can share information. That'd be collusion. Right. So we can read each other on. Don't, don't worry about it. I got a quick question for you. Who scores more points on Sunday, the Chargers or LeBron James? Ooh. That's in our extrapoints.com slash arcade. You could play it right now. LeBron. LeBron with 29. 29 over uh, Chargers. Yeah, I think I have him yeah. for 26. All right. There you go. That's what we're ending on. Kenny, thanks have so we, much. Uh, no, no, I got one more thing. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> that, that Carolina throw. And, the, and then the celebration, the missed extra point. That was a hell of a throw. It reminded me of Randall. He was rolling left. He kind of like screwed his body. And yeah. threw the ball yards. That was fun. I watched that over and over and over. I don't know why they can't take their helmets off. Who cares? They do everything else. They line up and pretend to be bowling pins. They do what? Right. Also, a, theatrical yeah. in the end zone. Somebody took his helmet off. Who cares? It is silly. Now, now I have to ask you because you're a former quarterback. And now we're going again. <laughs> this is a whole thing that's we're still going. How far can you throw a football right now? Right now or 40 years ago? No, right now. In the 50s. Really? Still? Wow. From one, I mean, I, I think last summer I told somebody 60, and I feel like I've gone downhill in the last year. Um, but no, like way back when, it was in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Randall was in the 80s. Was he really? Yeah. Wow. 80 Good the, yeah. Ridiculous. How hard do you think it is for an average Joe to throw a ball from one knee? <laughs> Say that again. How hard do you think it would be for an average Joe to throw the ball? How far do you think he could get it with off one day? So, somebody who didn't play, so you, know, you play college football. Somebody who wouldn't have played college football. We have a lot of people making yeah. claims around here, and we're going to put I'm it like, to the test. One knee on the ground and the other knee up, or both knees down, or how he's doing one it? knee on the ground, the other knee up. Yeah. First of all, you're going to just strip your groin yeah. or your hip or something. I would not even try that. Exercise. One throw only, baby. That's all we're looking for. Uh-huh. 40-ish. Really? Still 40? All right. All right. Are you talking about you or me? Average guy. So I'm the average guy. Average guy. So neither one of us. Probably 30. Okay. Really? You could do 40 from a knee? You're going to throw your back at it? I just made up a dumb thing. I'm never going to do it. (laughs) You are going to do it. it. Now you're stuck. (laughs) I hate it when you're like going to play catch. Yeah. And then somebody immediately runs like a go route. I've thrown two balls. Like I'm old. I need. (laughs) I got to hit you. Yeah, right. Thing up. All right. So, yeah, I'll go 55. Wow. Wow. I wish I could tell you I made this up, but I've been forced to task this question to myself because Dave right here next to us feels like we have to have adult Olympics. We're going to have to do this because uh, everyone's getting very mouthy about this. I just don't like that. I don't like doing stuff that might be detrimental to my arm. That's the only thing I got left. Like last night, my shoulder hurt. I was panicked. Like, is it gone? Mm -hmm. That's all I got. Warren Moon said the arm is the last thing to go. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Well, you did a story. Because Warren Moon was the all-time fumbles leader at the time when we did the story, and Dave Craig was second. 
So we pretended that Warren was born with butter on his hands. So we found us a friend of mine's child played the role of young Warren Moon with the butter patty like you get at Denny's. And then we went to James Andrews from Birmingham, Alabama, and they scraped off the butter off a different guy's hand. <laughs> then Warren went back and he could play again. It makes sense. You just got to look it up on the internet. All right, we're going to look it up. And I think we're going to involve you in this challenge. Uh, Kenny just Mays. try to end the show. Just try. I can't do it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it for spaghetti and meatballs for Shaq and uh, Martin and Harry and the great Kenny Maine. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping.